0: Hola, mis amigos, yo soy Viana Silva. Today's episode celebrates culture. This month celebrates Hispanic Heritage Month, and as we culminate a celebration, it's important to recognize the prevalence of Hispanic-slash-Latin presence in the Fordham community. I interviewed Fordham FCLC journalism student, Leticia Guimárez, on what it was like to grow up with a Latin background, the club's soul available to students at Fordham, and on her most recent article that she wrote for the Fordham Observer. Stick around, grab a cup of coffee, maybe an empanada, and listen along. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. I am joined today with Fordham FCLC journalism student Leticia Maris. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you very much for inviting me. So tell me a bit
0: about where you're from and your experience growing up in a Latin household and just what that was like.
1: Well, I'm from Brazil, more specifically a small town in the state of Rio de Janeiro, which my hometown is called Teresópolis. It's a pretty, pretty small town, always like the same people, the same stuff. I've lived there like basically my whole life. I'm 18 and I lived there for like 12 years now. Just moved to New York and... It's been crazy, it's been chaotic, but I love it. It's really, really different because when you grow up in a Latin household, you are so used to the warmth of your parents, all the screaming and talking and just all the Latin, this really stereotypically Latin stuff, oh, the food, like rice and beans, which is the Brazilian main dish, like feijoada. Latin people are usually really, really warm and caring. They love to talk and to laugh out loud and conversate. Growing up in a Latin household was really, really different from what i'm experiencing right now in new york because new york is a pretty cold town you don't you're not really warm they don't really care a lot my family always like been reunited on on the weekends especially sundays they were always together like barbecuing and just talking and laughing and listening to latin music and just being a family and uh, you're everything to me and i feel like american culture is really really different in that aspect and it's really really the contrast is really like there you know you can see it really clearly i love my parents they're everything to me
0: growing up in america is way different than growing up in a foreign country like in south america or latin america i'm ecuadorian my parents are ecuadorian i was born in ecuador so but i came here at a younger age you've been there since you were you've been there for what 12 years right so it's a bigger culture yeah. clash than mine was i came here like two years old so i didn't really know much but you can definitely tell the difference in traditions and what family means to each different culture it's definitely a lot more not as united in american culture as latin american culture is you're used to doing everything with your family you kind of do things with your family every weekend you're expected to and i think one thing about learning something from my friends here is that they're not used to doing things with their family all the time like we're used to and so to them it's kind of weird that you're doing things with your family all the time
1: yeah it was really really crazy for me when i like first arrived here because it's my first time in new york too so i've like i had like been to the united states before but like only for vacation with my family now that i live here and i get to actually like experience american culture it was really really shocking to to like meet my friends here and talk to them about my family like most of them could not relate to what i was saying because they did not like have the same care or warmth or like unity they didn't see the family as a unity or as a support system which i think that latin culture um really it really emphasizes that like the importance of family and family values and all of that i personally like every weekend i had lunch every day of the week i had like dinner with my parents so it was like a meeting we had to be there we had dinner every day of the week at like 8 p.m. which is completely different from here too because they have dinner here at like 6 p.m which is crazy for me and um yeah i think it's really really different and i appreciate growing up in a family in a latin household a lot
0: just as there were like great parts of growing up in a Hispanic household, there's also difficult parts about growing up in a family of Latin culture. So what was the best part of growing up in a Latin household and what to you was the most difficult or the worst part?
1: The best part was honestly, there's like two major pros for me that are like having really, really strong support system that comes from the family. Also the food, Latin food is amazing and I love, love it. I miss it so much. I love it. And I think that one tradition that is the best for me is the dinners like sitting down with your family every day and eating a meal actually talking and bonding with your family beyond like just uh dad and daughter relationship or mom and daughter relationship but actually like being able to be friends and talk about stuff with your family I think that having the dinners and like being able to sit down and not having only a dad daughter relationship or a mom daughter relationship but actually being able to talk to my parents and develop friendship or something just beyond pattern that is the mother and daughter relationship and dad daughter relationship I think that Latin culture and Latin families they they usually have this openness within them a con something that i think it's really really great about growing up in latin household is just sometimes my family can be really really nosy and they think that because we're super super close they they can just talk about my stuff or like mess with my business and i do not like that (laughs) and also there are like messed up aspects of like latin politics and latin economy and things like that that are really really hard Hard to deal with and like to understand when you're living like because in Brazil the politics in Brazil are really really messed up so I think that those kind of problems they usually mess with our health our mental health too and like how we see our people and our reality So I think that's really, really, like, not good for us as Latins.
0: I think probably I resonate with the nosiness a lot. (laughs) Like, they just don't know their boundaries sometimes. And then I think probably for me, like, the worst thing growing up was My parents are really traditional. They grew up in a traditional society and in a traditional community. So sometimes it's hard for them to see like radical changes here or something like um, different than anything they've seen. And to them, it's like not progressive or good. It's probably difficult just kind of explaining those things and some things that they're not used to that they think are bad but aren't really bad because they haven't seen in their culture.
1: My parents, they're really... Open. So I don't experience that a lot, but I know that, like most of my friends, my Latin friends, most of them do. Most of my Brazilian friends, they struggle a lot to try to open their parents' minds to what is new.
0: So this month is celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. So what does it celebrate? Why is it so
1: important to celebrate? It is really important because I don't think Americans usually acknowledge the importance of Latin people and his. Hispanic people to their culture and to their history. So I think it's really uh, remarkable that we take this period of time nowadays to actually look back and see how much Latin and Hispanic culture have like con- contributed to our society as a whole and how it affects each and every one of us individually in such different levels.
0: And like, so what does Hispanic heritage mean to you and your family? I feel like when I was talking to uh, one of my friends earlier this week about doing an episode on Hispanic Heritage Month, she was curious as to why it was specific to Hispanics and not inclusive to Latin American as well. So like, how do you feel about that? Since you're you're from Latin America, you're Latin, you grew up in a Latin household. Do you think it's, do you think the name is not inclusive enough? Or like, what does it mean to you and uh, just personally?
1: As a Brazilian, I usually feel because we speak Portuguese, we do not speak Spanish and Sometimes, like, especially when now that I'm at Fordham, I've realized that sometimes being Brazilian can make you feel excluded from the Latin community here because most of the people here speak Spanish and not Portuguese. And I feel like the community from the international student community here is um, really, it's really big, but the only other people that speak Portuguese, they're, they're all from Brazil. So, I feel like it's really hard to connect, like, uh, to join a, to, like, to join a group. One of the things that is most, like, most remarkable to me, being Latin and, and in reference to Hispanic Heritage Month, it's mostly about not having a steady community here at Fordham. Well, I speak Portuguese, and people from Brazil, they speak Portuguese and not Spanish. And, like, if I were to join, for example, Seoul... I most of the people there they speak Spanish and I think speaking Spanish is such a contributing contributing factor for the students in the club or just international students in general uh, to bond. Like, they bond because they speak Spanish and they can all, can all speak in the same language. And like for Brazilian students, we can only speak in our native language from with people from Brazil so it's hard in a sense that it's hard to like feel like you're actually actually at home and not like just it's great to have a community but at the same time it's like speaking portuguese or spanish it's what set us apart so in a way that can be kind of given it at least gives me a a sense of like like high isolation i feel like brazil paved i feel like my country paved his its way to like being ex- uh, set apart from the Latin community because. Brazil has this tendency of like worshiping American culture more than the other Latin countries do because Brazil I feel like Brazil excludes itself in a sense, but I also feel like not embraced because I want to embrace my culture even even though my the president of Brazil bolsonaro he doesn't he tries he tries to avoid like Latin culture than like he tries to avoid it a lot. He rather um, endorse or worship American culture than embrace our own And so I think that is a really big trend in Brazil that can set Brazilians like at Fordham and everywhere else apart from the other Latin people and Hispanic people. Oh,
0: yeah, I totally get like the difference between kind of like the language barrier that sets Latin students and Hispanic students apart. Do you see Hispanic Heritage Month represented in the Fordham community? And if you do, how do you see it represented? And if you don't, like you said that you found difficulties in kind of getting that um, community sense from your side, how do you think Fordham can better represent those types of students that feel excluded?
1: I feel like Fordham represents, like, especially with the clubs, I feel like it represents a lot of diff- different people, like Seoul, um, the Student of Organization of Latin Acts, uh, they have a really great community, but I feel like they lack Brazilian people on their e-board, for example. I think that if more Brazilians were to join, like, I know that there's one girl, one Brazilian girl in the, in the club. And I feel like that Brazilian people were more represented in the e-board. Maybe then maybe we could feel more embraced and maybe join the group more, you know, join the club more because there's a Brazilian person on the e-board. I feel like that's important. Fordham lacks that. I don't see many Brazilians taking important roles. There's a lot of Panic representation, more than Latin.
0: Yeah, okay, I see that. Kind of getting more representation starting from a board would be much more helpful in getting more like Brazilian students to get involved and join the club.
1: Especially like an ethnic ethnic club, like, like club that represents a culture. I feel like there's not many, there's not, I don't think there, I don't know. I don't think there is a club at Fordham that represents Brazilian people in a sense you know I feel like if for example Seoul had a Brazilian um, member on their e-board then maybe more Brazilians would join their club because I when I was talking to my my Brazilian friends here at Fordham about um, Seoul they didn't even know that the club existed so it was kind of like me introducing it to them so that they would get interested and I feel like if there were there was more rep- representation on the e-board then maybe they would be more compelled to join.
0: So we touched upon Seoul and, and kind of what what the club is and your most recent article of for the Fordham Observer has been on this on the club Seoul hosting the in-person event. Uh mucho gusto so just explain to us what Seoul is as a club, what they do and what the event
1: was for. Well Soul is the student organization organization of latinx as a club they strive to build community and they they the e-board members really look they really want to like share their experiences and uh they want everyone in the club to share about like how it was to grow up in the household that they grew up and more and share about like their favorite latin food or their favorite type of music their native music or from their culture and their hometown in general, they really like sharing experiences. And I think that uh, when they host events, what they mainly look they what they mainly look to promote is just building this sense of community and a family that Seoul uh, constantly aims to achieve.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. What was the event that you covered? In the article what was that if you can kind of get into what that event is and then explain to us what other events we can look forward to from seoul for fordham students and how they can join or be a part of this club
1: uh Seoul hosted their first in-person event mucho gusto and mucho gusto was their first in-person student mixer of the year they i believe that Seoul just once like with mucho gusto uh, they only wanted to make students bond the event was not only for club members the event was open for everyone so any Fordham undergraduate could join uh, which is really really cool because I know that with the pandemic and everything a lot of sophomores uh couldn't couldn't bond properly and like create real connections or community so I feel like Uh, mucho gusto was made for these students like it was a chance for them to like bond and create connections through latin food and latin music that we all know that is really really latin music and latin food are really important parts of latin culture so the music just makes everyone bond and dance together and the food was just really really good so people were happy about that Um, Mucho Gusto was really nice. It was a really great event. It made a lot of people get to know each other and create new friendships. And I think that that was the main point, the main part of the event that was to like make sophomores that couldn't couldn't bond properly last year. Uh, create a community create a, at least a sense of friendship within their peers and like just make everyone get acquainted uh, to latin culture that's pretty cool
0: it was like a kind of like the first in-person event and i like that it was open to not just club members or um, latinx students but to anyone who was interested in going the inclusiveness of the club is a great message to kind of project to students who are maybe interested in joining so yes. how can for Students join or be a part of Soul.
1: Uh, I think that if you email uh, soulfclc at fordham. edu and just tell them, "Hey, I want to join," and then go to the meetings. Look through their emails. They they send. I think they send uh, emails every week about their meetings and what they're looking forward to, their plans. So I feel like if you just email them, um, they'll give you all the information that you need to join or to just participate in one event or help if you want to volunteer. I think that they're a really great group. You really want to make up for what couldn't happen last year because of COVID and they really do want to create a sense of community and unity within foreign students.
0: Okay. So finally, what do you think is the best part of Seoul as a club and what it has to offer to students, both Latinx and non-Latinx students?
1: Well, I think I kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, I think that for Latinx students, it's just this sense of home. Cause I, am an international student. Uh, I feel like homesickness is a really, really prevalent feeling for all international students. And people that like, especially the students that just moved here, like freshmen, international students. So I feel like it's a really nice club for Latin students that want to like be reminded of their culture and just get a little bit of this sense of Latin unity and community that Seoul offers. For non-Latinx students, I just feel like if you want to know more about latin culture and you are looking for a great place to meet new people and like just talk about your experiences and have a community and a support system that you can count on you should just join seoul because they're they're really they really want to make people connect with each other uh independently of their culture but i feel like a lot of people here they want to they want to experience different cultures and they want to know more about Latin culture. And I feel like Seoul is the way to know that, to get to know that.
0: That was great. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you here today.
1: Thank you very much. It was really nice being here.
0: Thank you so much to Leticia for joining us on the podcast and letting us get a glimpse of her cultural background. As we end Hispanic Heritage Month, it's important to get a sense of what everyone's culture is like. There's nothing like experiencing new things and meeting new people at clubs like Seoul that are offered at Fordham. Thanks to all the listeners who tuned in today and let us know if you have any episode ideas that you would like to request. I hope we're all having a great semester so far and that we're all hopefully done with midterms. Until next time, I'm Diana Silva and this has been Retrospect.